Welcome back to the Mind Body Mentor Podcast. My name is Stephen Jaggers, and I am your host. On today's beautiful episode, we are going to delve into trauma and specifically the somatic understanding of what trauma is because I th- I think that the medical system has um, doesn't have a very good idea on what trauma actually is and how it's stored in the body. And maybe if we understood it a little bit better, we'd be able to treat it better. Uh, but before we delve into that, a couple of sponsors here. This podcast is sponsored by Organifi. My favorite superfoods. I use them all. Lately, I've been making cassava pancakes in the morning, and I've been putting in. I have three different types of, the, of Organifi Gold. I have the pumpkin, I have the chocolate, and I got the OG regular. And uh, I've been mixing those in my cassava pancakes, and it is delicious. Um, a great way to get your nutrients. So many fun little alchemical combinations that you can do with their superfoods. So good. Um, If you want to support the podcast and get 15% off at Organifi, uh, my code is MindBodyMentor. Also, this podcast is sponsored by Vivo Barefoot, the only shoes that I wear. Um, I absolutely love this company and everything that they stand for. It's so much I could say on Vivo Barefoot, but um, I post about it all the time, and, and uh, you probably already know about them. So if you want 10% off, use the code AJBARE10 for 10% off. That's AJBARE for 10% off. And without further ado, let's get to this uninterrupted podcast. Greetings, fellow benevolent beings and those on the path of embodiment and health sovereignty. Sorry, it's been so long since I've posted, uh, but I've been in the process of creating this somatic release um, facilitator training, and that has been my number one focus. Uh, We just ran it this past weekend, and... Oh my God, six amazing practitioners. I am I am just in awe. You know, I have been doing this work for a while now and I realized that the only way to help more people is to train more people and or to get it online, which is in the um, in the midst as well. Um, we're going to go over uh, a lot of the topics that we covered in court in the course and in the classroom. Um, in today's podcast, because I think everyone just needs to have a deeper understanding of of what trauma actually is. And there's so many barnacles on this word trauma. Um, We talked about it in my last podcast with Melissa Stangle from Soltara and had some really good insights as well. Um, But yeah, so the facilitator training went absolutely amazing. Everyone seemed like they learned so much. I learned so much when I teach. You know, if you really want to learn something, teach it. And, you know, if you have really embodied it and you really know what you are teaching, then it will come out in your teaching and you will receive good feedback. So, 
yeah, that's all I got for that. Specifically, there will be another somatic release um, training coming up in March, either the first or second weekend. I'm ironing out those details right now. That is in here in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, yeah, you know, I really worked with a, an amazing group of individuals. All of them are already practitioners ranging from, um, you know, people in the field of social work to people, uh, yoga teachers to, um, golf instructors to, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there was a lot of people that want to take this work to many different audiences. And I think this modality can, um, be used in many different ways. And I am continuously just in awe of, um, the power of this work. We had a graduation ceremony, breath work, uh, somatic release ceremony, and had around 30 to 40 people, including all of us facilitators. And it was, it was so powerful. It was one of the highlights of my life this far. And, um, just the uh, the reverence in the room and the sacredness of everyone together, allowing them to allowing themselves to really feel their own process and a collective release of a lot of the shit and the pressure and the stresses and all the stuff that we're holding on to. Um, there there are no other places that I'm aware of where people can actually have a collective release. So let's delve into this word trauma. Um, one of my favorite definitions is from Gaber Mate, who uh, I've learned so much from in the realms of addiction psychology. And, you know, his definition of trauma is, you know, trauma is not what happens to you. It's what happens inside of you based on what happens to you. His exact quote is, trauma is a psychic wound that hardens you psychologically, that then interferes with your ability to grow and develop. It pains you, so you're feeling pain, and now you act out of pain. It induces fear, so you're, you were fearful, and now you're acting out of fear. Trauma is not what happens to you, it's what happens inside of you as a result of what happened to you. Trauma is that scarring that makes you less flexible, more rigid, less feeling, and more defended. Um, so we could break that whole thing down, but but basically the understanding of it's, it's really what's going on inside of you during the trauma, uh, traumatic event. You know, trauma is subjective. Stress itself is subjective. Like something that could potentially be traumatic to me might not be traumatic to you. You know, it's really uh, what's going on in our own uh, psychophysiology uh, at the time of this traumatic event. And trauma is, is a byproduct of our own natural def defense systems. So say that, uh, and we can use, you know, kind of the, um, the, the sexual um, abuse or traumatic sexual experiences that people might have, uh, you know, a lot of people have had from a young age. So we'll just say like, you know, someone was abused sexually as a, as a, um, as a young child and 
what happens is, you know, you have a defense system that goes off in your body that, that you actually, there's a part of you that leaves during this traumatic event because it, it protects you because you can't handle what was happening to you. You, your body and your mind protect you from actually feeling what goes on. And that's a beautiful thing. That is a a very helpful mechanism. But then you, that same defense system is active and it doesn't ever get shut off. It stays with you for the rest, you know, for the rest of your time being until you, you know, find a way to let yourself feel what went on and deactivate that that defense system so maybe later on down down the line it it looks like you know you're um you're trying to um, be sexual with a partner that you actually love and you you're not able to actually be present with them and that could look like sexual dysfunction or um, on a male or female level you're actually not able to be present with somebody and and uh, and connect on a deep level because there's still defense systems going on there from a traumatic event that you went through at a young age. Um, so hopefully that kind of gives you a, a better idea. There's another great quote from Peter Levine who I've learned so much um, in the somatic world. It's uh, although humans rarely die from trauma, you know we don't we don't really die from a traumatic event, you know, um, not all traumatic events, at least. If we do not resolve it, our lives can be severely diminished by its effects. Some people have even described this situation as a living death. So really what happens is parts of you are completely shut down. If, If you have experienced any sort of thing that's, you know, and remember trauma is subjective, so, you know, Maybe you grew up in a rich neighborhood and, you know, you um, didn't, your parents didn't buy you the super nice car and the kids laughed, you know, the other kids laughed at you and um, really traumatized you in school. That could be an extremely traumatic um, event for your, your psychophysiology, your mind body experience. Even though we're we're thinking like oh you know <laughs> you didn't get a nice car oh that's how is that traumatic it still is it's what's going on inside of you so um, a part of you shuts down a part of you leaves and if you listen to the last podcast with Melissa Stangle uh, we talked about um, what the Shipibo healers view trauma as. And their sort of idea around trauma is, um, they call it sustos. And sustos uh, basically means that a part of your soul has left the body. A part of your spirit, your soul, has been fractured from your body. So a lot of their work is calling it back in. And, you know, they said that their number one diagnostic tool to figure out which people have trauma is the breath. 
and that's the, that's why I've kind of shifted into this breathwork specific modality, uh, trauma aware breathwork, um, because I've seen the release firsthand that people have have had, and I think it has to do a lot with um, getting people back into their body and helping those um, defense systems kind of complete the feedback loop. On a very basic level, um, uh, we are striving for homeostasis, right? We're striving for balance at all times. Our body on a physical level, you know, if we hurt our right knee, um, our, it's probably going to go to our left hip or our left ankle. Um, and then it's going to go up and down the body. You know, we are striving for homeostasis. We're striving for balance um, on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, on a physical level. All of these things are intertwined, and we are looking for that um, that homeostasis, that balance point. So in nature, you are going to call in experiences in your life that probably um, trigger your traumas. You know, how many people do you, that you know um, keep going over and over the same relationship issues with new people because they haven't resolved whatever um, thing that's going on within them? Like, the, we're going to continue to manifest different circumstances in our lives based on our traumas because we're trying to resolve it we want to resolve it so we want to have a certain circumstance come into our life that triggers um whatever our defense systems are are um are up against so that we can overcome it we want to grow you know growth and balance is like nature's number one laws so that being aware or that being said, we can start to um, have a better understanding of, of what trauma, you know, trauma is just an imprint in you. And we all have it. You know, our lives are based around our different traumas, our different imprints, the things that people have put onto you from a young age. You know, all of these different, tra these traumas are stress and they're, they're um, acute, but they're also chronic. You know, what's the number one killer? I always talk about this. It's the number one killer is stress. Too much stress, and you know, some stress is good for us, but too much stress um, weakens the body. We're not able to fight things off, and then we start, you know, it starts breaking down our systems, and we, we're not able to fight things off. We start manifesting different diseases. We have you know, a little, a little bit of traumas imprints here and there can, can actually help us grow, can help us grow. And I believe that, you know, our traumas or our, the shadow aspects of ourselves, the parts of ourselves that we have, um, not become aware of, or we have not healed. A lot of the times that's where we can find our deepest purpose. The shit that we've gone through, um, you know, the, um, the stressors that we've overcome, that's where we find our strength. That's where we find our purpose. That's where we can help other people overcome a lot of the stuff. Um, but if we, if, if it's too much and we're not able to overcome it and we're not able to handle it, it will weaken us and we will be walking around basically dead, numb, suppressed, 
you know, or we'll have to find other things to suppress ourselves. We'll have to find other things to numb ourselves because we, um, it's not safe to feel it. So having this understanding that, you know, when we are, you know, numbed, uh, depressed, suppressed, repressed, all of these um, pressurized words that mean that we're holding on to some sort of pressure, um, having that understanding, how do we get rid of it? We have to X the pressure. We have to express. And really we have to know, we have to let ourselves feel what type of expression wants to come out. Some of the most um, stressed out, traumatized people have created the uh, the best art, the best music. You know, they've helped the most people. So not to say that trauma is necessarily bad because um, it can be the catalyst for our own growth. We just have to become aware of it and let ourselves feel it and channel it outward. Um, so, you know, getting back to uh, the piece of that 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 is, um, you know, a part of ourselves has has left um, our physical body. You know, we've or or a piece, a part of ourselves we're not letting ourselves feel it anymore. It's it's not there. Um, and and one of the biggest things that I hear from people when they do this sort of work is, you know, they'll usually feel uh, maybe a deep sadness that they haven't let themselves feel. Um, anger, you know, um, rage, or perhaps, you know, joy, elatedness, fear. All of these different feelings, these different expressions, um, they're all different forms of expression. And they're all different forms of energy moving through the body. So this sort of breath work and, and somatic in nature means of the body relating to the mind. So this sort of breath work that I do is to get people back into their body. We're so obsessed with um, getting up and, you know, the whole... I get super triggered at the whole 5D and um, ascension, you know, um, trying to, you know, move our consciousness out of the body. No, we need to be here in our body right now. You know, part of this human experience is to feel the full spectrum. If we're not letting ourselves feel uh, the lowest of lows, there's no way we're going to feel the highest of highs. And that's one thing that I hear from a ton of people that have this um, a, a deep feeling, you know, maybe around uh, the negative pole of emotions is that they uh, can feel, they can feel again, they can feel their, their joy, their elatedness. And a lot of people go through that full spectrum um, during a session. So this, this breath work is to actually get people back into their body, feeling in their body, where the parts of yourself that you've been hiding from yourself, where the parts of yourself that you've been restricting yourself or um, that you haven't been letting yourself feel. And um, I've just, <laughs> I'm in awe how effective it works with your own breath. That's all you need, um, your own breath and your own awareness. So breathing into it, and it will come up. It will absolutely come up if you let it and if you are ready. So the thing usually starts to come up. You know, we're trying to get people back into their body, out of their heads. 
the rational mind will try to rationalize things all day, but what's actually going on inside of the body? Uh, we're trying to get people back into their body to become aware of whatever thing that's whatever thing that they go go through. You know, I'm not like oh so much interested in the story of the thing that happened to them. Um, it's it's more of just like okay, what what comes up for you and how do you move it through? How do you get it out? How do you express? giving permission to express. One of my main principles is, you know, I have three main principles. Um, that's safety. A person needs to feel safe. A person needs to feel connected and a person, um, has to be given permission. And those are the three things that you have to embody as a practitioner. Also honoring the innate intelligence of life. I'm going to say that again, honor the innate intelligence of life itself. You know, no one is a healer. No one is going to fix you. Fixing mentality is putting more pressure on someone to begin with. It's to say that your body needs my, it, it, it doesn't know what to do and it needs an outside force and, or it needs me to be able to fix it. And I am just working with, I'm honoring the innate intelligence of your own body because it knows it's always striking, striving for equilibrium. It's always striving for balance. It knows what it needs and where can I help bring awareness to that can allow someone to do their own work, become resourced and do their own work. So honoring the innate intelligence of life, getting them back into their body, becoming aware of the thing that, um, where they're blocking themselves or where those defense systems are and just letting themselves feel it, express it, get it out through sound, through noise, through, um, feeling and, you know, move it through that expression. That's energy moving on a very basic level. So, um, yeah, this, uh, this breath work does that specifically. And I'm always just, blown away. Let's see where else I wanted to go here. Um, you know, this is on a very basic level. This is doing ancestral healing work too. Like I think that almost all, um, all, all trauma is ancestral and all healing happens, um, ancestrally. Now that could sound super woo woo to a lot of people, but the patterns that, you know, um, get passed on to you, the traumatic patterns that have been put onto you by, um, the world around you are usually coming from other people who have been traumatized as well. So they're, you know, like I said in the beginning, um, you know, it, the trauma pains you and now you're acting out of pain, hurt people, hurt people. That's what happens. So by you doing this sort of work, you are um, healing yourself on a on an epigenetic level, on a genetic level. You are becoming what is considered um, in, in psychological terms a transitional character. Being a transitional character is in, incredibly um, potent, and it, it is it is um, one of the best things that you can do to contribute to humanity. Someone, a transitional character is someone who in a single generation changes the entire course of a lineage, who somehow found a way to metabolize the poison 
and refuse to pass it on to their children. Their contribution to humanity is to filter out the destructiveness of their lineage and break the pattern of passing it down the generations. This is healing ancestrally. You know, we actually have the science now to, to back epigenetics, so uh, I'm not going to go into that. But um, if you want to know more about it, you can, you know, go into a lot of Joe Dispenza's work and and that whole thing. So, um, but yeah, we need to understand that pain, trauma, these sort of things, um, numbing, suppressing, putting a bandaid over it is not going to help it. We need to take responsibility. We need to come back into our body, become aware of it and let it move through us, express it, get it out in a safe way. So if you feel called to this work and, and you want to receive it or you want to try out, um, or, or if you're a practitioner, and want to learn more um, these this training is incredibly powerful so um, reach out to me and uh, um, I love you all so much <laughs>